Hi, welcome to Dear Nikki. My name is Nikki. And if you've been here before, welcome back. And if you're new to the show, this show is all about sex and the fantasies that people have. Reading from emails directly and anonymously sent to me, together we explore the experiences of everyday people, just like yourself. You never know who I could be reading from. I could be reading from that couple who just explored having their first bull. I could be reading from a gentleman. He just got a new sugar baby and loves to spoil her to bits. I could be reading from a gentleman who went to his first gangbang. He secretly likes you to come in his eyeball. You just never, ever know. And if you have any erotic confessions, fantasies, or anything else, feel free to send them to Nikki at N-I-K-K-Y at DearNikki.com or anonymously through the website at DearNikki.com under the Confessions tab. Just remember, by submitting a confession or question, you certify the following are true. You are the sole creator of the submission. You're 18 years of age or older and legally able to write, submit erotic or pornographic material. Stories including bestiality, incest, incest fantasies, underage role play, rape, sex, rape fantasies, or other non-consensual content or racial slurs will not be aired. We reserve the right to change names and other identifiable information, and you're releasing all rights to your creation. Okay, just a few things. The site is now working, so you can submit anonymously again. It's a new site, has a new look, new feel. So if you have not checked it out, please do so. Also, you can subscribe to a newsletter. It will go out. Uh, actually, one batch has already been out. So sign up if you want to know, be the first to know besides my patrons and subscribers that, you know, what's going on, what I'm doing, where I'm going, those kind of things. Crazy Winter Nights is happening January 13th through the 15th in Columbus, Nebraska. Yeah, it's Nebraska in January. Same story, same thing was last year. Could be ice, could be snow. As of this moment, I am going. If something comes up, I will make sure you are the first to know. But even if I'm not there, you'll still be able to mingle with some of my friends, meet people that are like-minded like yourself, open-minded. And what better way to meet the some of the leaders, especially female-led leaders in the industry that can answer your questions or you can just mingle with them, get pictures, signs, everything else, and then get dressed up with us, have a drink, ask us to dance, anything really well within reason with me, but I can't speak for everybody else. So I look forward to seeing you there on January 13th to the 15th. Again, if I can't go, you guys will be the first to know. Crazy Summer Nights has already booked two parties because this one was just huge this year. So there'll be two parties next year, uh, June 9th through the 11th, and then again, August 4th through the 6th. Again, at this moment, I plan to be at all three parties. So if you're looking to say hello, have a drink with me, dance with me all dressed up. I look forward to seeing you there and you will be the first to know if I'm not attending. I promise you that. You know what time it is. It's time to sit back, relax. Let's have a whiskey with some filthy cherries, of course, and explore erotic fantasies from people just like you and me. Tierney Game, years ago, I used to spend a lot of time visiting my ex, Haley, while she was attending school. 
She lived a couple hours away, so I would spend weekends at her small, one-bedroom, second-story apartment as often as I could. Haley was on her school volleyball team and was fit as someone could be. She was 5'4", about 130 pounds, sun-bleached brunette hair, a very healthy tan and sexy tan lines, and a gorgeous pair of tits that were way too big for her frame. Haley was wholesome, shy girl, but she loved to come. During sex or phone sex, it was normal for her to orgasm six or seven times before being spent. Suffice to say, we had a lot of fun in that apartment. Neither of us drank much, but it made us both wildly horny when we did. So on occasion, we wanted to get extra freaky. We would pretty quickly pound four shots of vodka each while cooking dinner. By the time we were finished eating, the warmth would wash over our faces and we'd be fucking each other silly. Since we spent a bit of our time long distance, we've had a lot of phone sex. This led to us talking about some of our kinkier interests. One of mine was the idea of showing her off. The thought of showing her off her gorgeous body to others, knowing I was the one that got to touch her, was a big turn on for me. She got into the fantasies too, but I knew it was one of those things that sounded good on paper, but that she would get cold feet if the opportunity actually came. That was until one of our vodka-soaked nights together. We were fucking on this tiny couch-covered storage ottoman that we lovingly called the fuck cube. Haley was sitting on the cube with her legs wrapped around me as I was kneeling in front of it, pounding away at her pussy with my hands gripping what I could of her ass to pull her harder onto my cock. Our tongues intertwined in between spats of alcohol-infused dirty talk. I remember at one point I told her it would be hot if she filmed softcore porn. That getting her butt naked and grinding on another naked guy while a camera crew recorded them would be the hottest thing to see. I felt her pussy grip me in response, and she could only say, Oh, fuck, and slide her tongue back into my mouth. At this point, she pushed me away from her and stood up. Usually this meant she was turning over to be fucked doggy style, but she surprised me when she walked over to the window and drew the blinds all the way up and sat down on the small windowsill. We grinned at each other, and I wasted no time in going over and sliding back between her legs. People in the parking lot below probably wouldn't have been able to see much if they looked up, just the naked back of someone who was obviously getting fucked against the window by a dim light of whatever we had Netflix playing on our laptop in a dark bedroom. The thought still had me throbbing and loving every second of it. After a couple minutes of it, she popped off the edge of the window, and I thought she was done with the little thrill we were trying out for the first time and we were going to finish off in bed. Instead, she turned around and put her hands on the windowsill, bent over for me with her big tits on full display out the window. I quickly re-entered her from behind and continued to plow away, telling her how hot it was watching her show her bouncing tits off to the world as I fucked her from behind. At one point, I saw a small group of guys walking in the parking lot below, but never saw them look. I remember I nearly knocked on the window to get their attention, but never did. Haley saw them too. Oh, fuck, there's someone down there, as she removed her hands from the sill and squeezed her tits, as if she was hoping they'd look up to see her. At this point, she started shuddering and came all over my cock. 
This triggered my own orgasm as I pulled out and pressed myself against her ass as I came, shooting my cum onto her asshole and down to her pussy. We made out for a second after this and just giggled, passed out satisfied in her bed until morning. This was definitely one of the more memorable fucks we've had. Jeremy. Well, hello, Jeremy. How we doing over there? I have never taken shots to, and and by the way, I had to re-record after you said it was the fuck cube because (laughs) I kind of giggled and Frank, I mean, it's not a character. I don't want to say that, but I (laughs) broke the mood, but I did kind of chuckle at that. So I had to edit that part out. (laughs) Maybe I should have left it in. Oh Lord. Oh my. Yeah. I, as much as I have that fantasy of being fucked, pressed against a very large window, it probably would take a couple shots for me to actually be brave enough to do it. There are things that we think, yeah, that sounds hot, but we're like, eh, when the time comes, you know, we kind of get shell-shocked with it. So if you had four shots of vodka, plus add lust-filled infusion, would you have the guts to do it? Would it take four shots of vodka and being filled with the lust haze, as we call it, to actually just let go? I like the fact that they were dirty talking and already talking about it. So obviously, in my unprofessional opinion, one of them was waiting for the other to be brave enough and just pull the trigger. The One of them was brave enough to say, let's step over this line, because it is a line. And once you cross it, you know, You can't uncross it. It's the famous saying that it's good and bad at times. Could you do it though? I guess if we were four shots in, bam, 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 is it bam, 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 (laughs) one more. (laughs) I think a lot of us could, but if you did, would you have the, oh, what the hell did I do? And would you be able to do it again without the four shots of alcohol? Huh? Why does it take sometimes for something like that to happen? And do we continue to embrace it after we've done it? That's what I want to know. It's kind of like ripping the bandaid off and jumping right in, which is very much my MO. But in this instance, I think I would need the little bit of alcohol courage and a lust filled haze to have him push me against the windowsill and not caring who was below. What about you? Danny game. So all I can say is, wow. I had my first experience as another man's bull tonight. My wife and I drove over to Kate and her hubby's house, and they were super happy to have us over. They brought out the wine, water for me, I don't drink. They all got a bit tipsy and relaxed. Kate went upstairs and came down in a hot little negligee with no panties on. She looked hot. I'm a Caribbean man, so we're really not into big tits. We're into thighs and booty, and fuck, does she have thighs and booty. My wife is on the couch. In my left arm, Kate jumps under my right arm and starts rubbing my cock really gently and asks my wife if she can have some now, and my wife says yes. Kate suggests we go upstairs to the bed. So we head up there, and I lay on the bed with wifey next to me. Kate, between my legs, takes out the thick cock from the leg of my underwear and holds it while it's semi-thick and starts sucking on my head till I get rock hard. It didn't take that long. It's crazy seeing another woman's lips wrapped around my cock. Kate, 
is fucking amazing at giving head. So much better than my wife by far. Wifey was right next to me, loving what she saw. She asked if I was close to coming. I said I wasn't close at all. I've learned to control breathing and hold off ejaculation for a while. So I was really enjoying this, and it's been over 12 years since I've had head like this. She got up, turned around, and sat her pussy right over my face in a 69 position. She knew what she was doing, trying to make me lose control, and it worked. I'm a straight Caribbean man with a big dick. I love pussy. And her pussy was beautiful and smelled delicious. I couldn't resist not to eat it, and eat it, I did. She stopped sucking on my dick as I ate and licked her. I doubt she had pussy looking like this since she's been married. I made her scream when she orgasmed. I stood up on the side of the bed, put her on her knees in front of me as she continued sucking, and I was well ready to give her what she wanted. I told her I was about to blow, and she closed her eyes and opened her mouth as I exploded both nuts all over her face and titties. I was surprised by how many shots I shot. She absolutely loved it. So did her hubby. Super weird for me. We showered together after that to wash ourselves and hung out downstairs for a bit before wifey wanted to go home and make love. What a fucking night. Never in my life would I have thought I'd be married and be a bull for another man's wife. Richard. Okay, there's one... Hello, Richard. How are we? There's one thing I want to point out is Kate. Kate was extremely polite. I liked that she asked the wife if she was okay. I, I did. I thought that was very classy to make sure that her the wife was okay for being the bull on loan, should we say? Ladies, gentlemen, I got to ask, what would it take to allow your partner, whatever connection we're having here, to loan to another woman? Would you allow another woman to ride your partner, lover, husband, whatever we're calling here, right? If that's the nickname of him. What would we take for us to do that? The, I mean, especially if you're allowed to be in the room, would that be okay? What if you were downstairs with the other partner? Would you sit there and just knowingly they are upstairs having fun? Would you start your own fun? If that's what's in your set of rules. Something to think about, isn't it? Dear Nikki, I was single last year. I was in a relationship for almost two years and the unexpectedly split with my girlfriend at the time. I was lonely and didn't know what to do. I don't exactly remember how it happened, but I ended up talking with a girl back in high school. We'd only kissed around the freshman year and when she moved out of the country. She was married and had kids now, but it was nice talking with her. I was still very attracted to her and she was to me. She said as much. She lived a few hours away from me, so it stayed just through text mostly. It just got flirtier and flirtier. That's when she told me her husband was into sharing her. I was so taken back by this, I didn't know how to react. She told me if I could ever make it her way, that we could link up, and he was cool with it, as long as we could film part of it for him. I'm not going to lie, it initially turned me off. I thought it was weird, 
and I wasn't sure because I've never sent a naked photo of myself to anyone. I just said I'd keep it in mind and sort of left it at that. One weekend, I was going to visit my sister to another part of the state. I left early in the morning and got there about mid-afternoon, spent the rest of the evening hanging out, and it was nice. I didn't even think about the fact that I was the only one an hour away from her. We started texting that evening, and it finally clicked. She even offered to come down to see me. I was newly single, and at least spending time with a woman sounded great. When she showed up, she was wearing pretty much workout clothes, leggings, t-shirt, a jacket. I don't know why, but it's one of the sexiest looks for me. I was instantly turned on. We hung out for a bit. My sister has a huge house, and her husband was away, so it was all pretty private. This is when she brought up the hot wife thing again. I still didn't know how I felt about it, and I was lonely and horny, so I decided what the hell and went ahead with it. I was at first nervous and shy when she started filming. There was a few videos of her sucking me off at first, and I got more and more comfortable as it went on. Then she straddled me and made me film it, and something clicked in me, and I thought it was the hottest thing ever. Somehow knowing she was going to show her husband me fucking her and pleasuring her made it so much better. I got more and more into it. Not only was it genuinely some of the best sex I've ever had, but all these new feelings put it over the top. She kept going, sliding her hips back and forth, up and down. And as I grabbed her breast and pulled her hair, I was completely into it. Finally, she told me to come inside of her. It was the hottest thing ever to me at this point. And the face she made on that screen, as I couldn't hold it anymore, and came deep inside of her, was something I don't know if it'll ever be rivaled. We only filmed the one time, but we must have gone three or four times, and it was absolutely amazing. I don't know why, but now sex with married women is the biggest turn on for me. I'm in a committed relationship now, and I'm genuinely in love, but I always think about it. I still get turned on thinking about being a bull for some wife. I don't think my girlfriend would ever go for an open thing, so I'm just stuck fantasizing about doing it again. I routinely browse the internet in my state, and the half-wife adds, but unfortunately, that seems about as far as I can go. Lane. Hello, Lane. How are we? Now, here's a bit of tip. There's nothing around about going to meet and greets or other uh, parties that aren't uh, like lifestyle, but just to hang around like-minded people. I'm like you. I like being around that stuff. It's, it is such a rush to take that sexual energy back to my lover, back to where we can go and live it out or where we can talk about it while we fuck. Some of the things we see, we do find a way to make it work for us. So I wouldn't rule out not going to anything like this or going and exploring and introducing her to it. She might find it very freeing. Uh, Don't close her off by saying she wouldn't be into that. Don't put her into that category unless she specifically says, I think when you find a moment, you should open up that 
what the, how this happened. It's a great story and how it really turns you on and just be very clear that there were no emotional lines unless there were uh, crossed. And that's how you explain it to her. Just say, you know, this, they were cool with it. And that's the end of the story. And that you like being around like-minded people like this, not necessarily that you want to have this fantasy with her, but if it something intrigues the two of you, I think you should look into it. I think you should delve deeper and not just make it and, you know, not just make it about what society says only sex should be. Society's not in your bedroom. And if so, that's one hell of a very long gangbang. That's all I'm going to say. So what do you think? If a old high school flame reached out and eventually told you that her husband likes to share her or whatever your high school crush was or who they were and reached out and said their partner lover, insert whatever name thing here, was into you and they're one of the other, let them play. Let them explore. Let them spread their wings. Would you do it? Would you give them one hell of a memory? Something to think about. Do I have someone that uh, would cross my mind? Well, the rules of I don't shit where I eat because we're not in high school anymore don't apply. Huh. I wonder where he's at. (laughs) Dear Nikki, in my early 20s, I used to rave a lot and my boyfriend at the time and I were used to having group sex and orgies at our rave friend group often. At first, I figured the Molly helped us all loosen up and be more comfortable with each other when we started playing just to play. Anyways, this one time my boyfriend and I last minute decided to go to this rave with his two best friends. We all popped a molly and midway through the rave, we were pretty much dancing and jumping around. I happened to start dancing with one of my boyfriend's best friends. We'll call him D and D's cock happened to be rock hard when he was brushing against me. That definitely turned me on. I was getting pretty touchy feely, which would happen when I was rolling We kept dancing and I would occasionally grind my ass on him and then go back to my boyfriend and grind on him. Finally, I think I got worked up enough that I asked my boyfriend if we could find some place to sit down so I could suck his cock because I was horny and I just needed a release. So we go to this area where the bleachers and it was darker there and weren't too many people around and my boyfriend tells me his molly is hitting him pretty hard and he's not sure if he could get it up. At this point, I'm pretty disappointed and ready to just go dance again, but he tells me to wait. Next thing I know, Dia's walking up the bleachers with their mutual friend. We'll call him A. My boyfriend whispers to me that he wants to see me suck them. I got extremely excited to have two cocks in my mouth. I remember my mouth was watering and my pussy was wet. D was already ready and he was rock hard and pretty big, bigger than my boyfriend at the time. When he pulled his dick out, I immediately started licking his tip and swirling around his tip and taking him as far down my throat as I could go. I probably sucked him for a couple minutes before I felt another cock touch my cheek. It was A. He was a little smaller than D, but still much bigger than my boyfriend at the time. 
I took turns blowing both of them, and my, as my boyfriend sat back and watched occasionally, he would finger me and rub my clit through my shorts. At one point, I tried fitting both cocks on my mouth, but didn't quite get there. I would take turns blowing one and jacking the other off, and then switching, making sure to play with her balls and sucking them too. This went on for about 10 minutes. I could tell Dean was getting close, so I took him as far down my throat with his help of guiding my head down on his cock. I managed to deep throat his big cock with my tongue out touching his balls, and he shot his load down my throat. I swallowed, sticking my tongue out after immediately A started face-fucking me, and I could feel him start to throb in my mouth, and he pulled out and came on my tits and face. We all immediately left and went to the hotel to continue playing. Maybe I'll write our after-sex story in the future. It was a eventful time. Stacy. Well, hello, Stacy, you two cocksexplorer. <laughs> that's something I've never done either, and I've never understood because I have a small mouth anyway. So the di- when you watch a woman try to get two cocks in her mouth, I just don't, I sit there and go, is anybody really getting anything off of that? But again, that's me in logic land and looking at the situa- situation going, huh, I'd rather have one all the way in my mouth and maybe one teasing, but then I'm not, you know, I can't pat my head and run my stomach at the same time. I'm lucky I can walk and chew gum at the same time. However, I did walk a straight line and break my foot once. So there you go. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> so two cocks at one time. I It, it goes with my theory. Well, was my theory at one point when you would watch, uh, you know, threesome with two females. One's always left. At one point, there, there always is a woman in the corner just playing with her pussy. And see me, I would get bored and go, fuck, I'm out. So if I was the guy not getting stroked, how how are you not walking out there? But I guess it's a pussy and tits and, and watching a blowjob so right in front of you. So I guess it's okay, right? I don't know. So if you've had been in this scenario where you were the gentleman or the woman giving head to two different men, I'd really like to know how that worked out. Uh, I just don't think I could concentrate because there's sometimes I get really into sucking that I forget all that's around me. So I know I'd forget the poor guy. So I'll be like, oops, sorry. You know, so yeah, I don't know. How's this work for you guys? Dear Nikki, I'm your typical primary school teacher. Love the job, but it's a long day and it's always stressful. I've been single a wee while after a breakup of a long-term relationship, which I thought might be last, and it became apparent I had no time to try to start another one with the business of my job. I put dating and trying to find anyone in the too hard basket list for a while. About six or so months after becoming single and having a very dry spell, we had a fire week at school, teaching the kids how to be safe around a house fire, not to play with matches, what to do when they see a fire, all that sort of stuff. It ended with a fire truck coming to school along with four firefighters. I was and still am the team leader. So I was tasked with organizing it, and I had one firefighter's email address to sort the day. They all arrived, and lo and behold, I meet this guy named Ben, who's rather cute, 30 years old as I find out later, strong, but not too gym junk looking, and had a down-to-earth attitude. 
We bounced emails back and forth before I sent him my number. Fast forward, and now we've been friends with benefits for a few months. One day, I get a message from Ben. I presume it's going to be him requesting some benefits, but it's a meme about someone in a threesome. I can't even remember what it was, but I sent it back something funny with a laugh, and that got the whole ball rolling. In hindsight, I think he sent the meme just to plant the idea. We're talking about threesomes. I've never tried any. He's had one with an ex, which was two girls. He's never had one with two guys. We're bouncing back and forth, and he outright goes, So would you? Long story short, it was top bucket list activity to try, but I never thought I'd get a chance to try. I told him that, and he reassured me he could make it happen. I was low-key way too excited and low-key freaking out inside. I get a text the next day saying he's got another firefighter friend who's on his truck that has some days off as him and was keen. He was apparently newly divorced and needed to let off some steam. I'm overly confident at this stage and say yes, and we arrange with two weekends time when I'm off and they're also off. I wasn't going to do this then to go to school the next day. As time got closer, I started to question what I'd done. How would I cope? What was going to go down? I must have had butterflies in my stomach for days beforehand, I'm sure. The day came, and the nerves did too. I had to text Ben and told him I was freaking out, but he assured me everything would be okay. It didn't do much to calm them, ha ha, I showered before they got there and shaved in there. If this was going to happen, I wanted to be as smooth as I could. I got a text from Ben saying that they were on the way and asking if he needed to grab anything. I confidently told him to make sure he brought some condoms, but inside my stomach was doing flip-flops. I opened a bottle of wine and had a glass which I drank very quickly, even for my standards, then got changed a navy blue lacy bra, and a matching navy blue lacy g-string, which did very little to hide anything as they do. Navy blue looks great against my pasty white skin. I've always thought, and a bigger booty, thanks to mum's jeans, made the g-string virtually disappear. I chucked some lazy pants and a hoodie on top, and chucked my hair up in a bun, and had another quick glass of wine before they arrived. Ben and his fellow firefighter arrived and I was introduced. Aaron was a tad taller than Ben, similar build, and he had looked similar to age as Ben, maybe a tad older, early thirties was my guess. I poured them each wine, myself another, and we sat on the couch chatting. Ben moved it to flirty conversation pretty quickly, telling Aaron about some of the friends with benefits calls we've had. I got up, and headed to the kitchen to pour my fourth wine, and while I was in there, I took a moment to compose myself and took my lazy pants and hoodie off. I hesitated before walking back into the lounge, and both guys started whistling. I'm sure I was flattered and bright red with nerves. I turned around to put my wine on the table, and a hand went on my booty. It was Ben who said, Why not take that wine to the bedroom? I froze for a second, as this was now or never. Somehow I found the courage to pick up the wine without saying a word and headed to the bedroom. I put my wine on the bedside table and laid on the bed. 
Aaron was the first and crawled up on top of me, started kissing my stomach and around my bra before he pulled it back and traced his tongue along my nipple. Aaron started working down and kissing my thighs while Ben started kissing my neck. Suddenly, the nerves started disappearing and got replaced with excitement and adrenaline. I had two cute guys in my bedroom, on my bed, kissing my barely clothed body. Aaron pulled my G-string down and started gently tracing around my clit, kissing it and working on my inner thighs. I was starting to get worked up and could feel it. Ben stopped kissing my neck and stood up, and I told Aaron to do the same. I rolled off and slid on my knees. I looked up at both guys with a laugh and told them to make it so much easier and slide the pants down. They didn't hesitate. Within seconds, I had two hard dicks staring at me. Thankfully, both were mostly clean-shaven with only stubble, I guess you could call it, so there's going to be no putting off pubes in this bedroom tonight. Whoever didn't have my lips and mouth on their dick had a hand I was doing my best to coordinate both with kissing and sucking a dick and trying to rub one off at the same time. It takes some focus, guys. I switched between them, kissing up and down the shaft, hands on the balls, tongues around the tip, making sure there was plenty saliva. Eventually, one of them unclipped my bra, which fell to the ground, and told me to get on the bed. I jumped up and got on the bed while both took their shirts off. I was now naked and on my bed with two firefighters who were also naked, and I had no idea what was about to happen. Aaron gestured for me to get on my hands and knees, and then I heard him ask Ben to chuck the condom box. At least I knew they brought those. He ripped one open and positioned himself behind me and slowly slid in without much effort. I was soaked and more than ready. Aaron started slowly getting used to it all, and Ben got on the bed. I looked up at him, and I knew what was about to happen. I opened my mouth and started sucking his hard dick. The slow and steady pass from Aaron behind me didn't last long, and he picked up. His hands were over my ass and hips. I gagged on Ben a few times with my blowjob efforts. I'm not great at sucking dick deep, so this was a challenge, but I didn't back out. Every gag Aaron would take a hand off my hips and land a sharp slap on my ass, alternating cheeks. I started to struggle with Ben, and I could feel myself getting close, so I stopped sucking him. There was a mark of saliva and precum under me that his dick was almost glistening. I put my hand under myself and started rubbing my clit, to which Aaron pulled my hand out and did it for me. This was it. My legs started to spasm, and I could feel my orgasm coming. I clenched down on the bed, and my vag gripped around Aaron, and eventually he pulled out. I saw his pull his condom off, and he turned to Ben and went, Here's the condoms. You're up. And he chucked him on the box. Usually after an orgasm, I'm ready to go fast asleep but I didn't have this choice. Ben slipped the condom on and rolled me over to my back and started going missionary. My vag has never felt so sensitive. My legs were still an odd spasm while he was holding them. Ben grabbed my tits and had his hands on my hips, and it was at least going somewhat gentle-ish on me. Ben asked how I felt. I responded with some sort of incoherent mumble. I was left to recover for a moment or two on the bed. Everyone was lying there in bliss. 
And then I had a second one come over me. I sat up and told Ben to lay on the bed. It was my turn to get a good view and do some riding. I slid myself onto Ben's dick and started riding it. And it didn't take long for my rock-hard Aaron to get on the bed. He stood in the bed and his hands in the ceiling pointed at his dick towards my mouth, which I gladly opened. I said to Aaron, Didn't your parents to tell you not to stand on beds, let alone someone else's? Aaron replied with what was probably the best line of the night without hesitation. Didn't your mum tell you not to fuck strangers? Touche, Aaron, touche. I was bouncing on Ben and pretty much getting my mouth fucked by Aaron and told me to get off and roll myself over. I wasn't going to say no. I rolled over and was told to shuffle to the edge of the bed on my hands and knees. I heard Ben ask, ready to tap in and out? I could see both guys standing behind me as I was on all fours dangling my head. Ben slid his dick back into me and put one of my hand on my hips and the other pulled my hair tie out. He then grabbed my hair, pulled on it, and started putting what felt like all his weight in and trying to ruin my vag. I was in pure bliss. It felt different, too. I couldn't pick up how, but as I looked back, I realized the condoms were now gone. I didn't even care. I was too far gone, too much wine-induced, and dick-induced lust. Apparently, as they told me later, I was making noises the whole time, dropping the word fuck in every mumble of words I put together. Ben started grunting, and I knew he was close. At this stage, I don't think I would even have cared if he didn't pull out. Alas, he did, and then proceeded to spurt his balls up my back. Ben rubbed as much as he could out over me and then stepped back, and Aaron didn't hesitate to take his place. He slapped my ass harder than he had before, and I let out an audible yelp before he slid straight in once again with no condom to be seen. Aaron shocked me and put his hands on my back to push my hips down and arch it more. Ben's come, Ben all over, and it didn't stop him. He just went for it, pushed my back down, alas, getting Ben's come all over his hands, and just did not care. I could feel a second orgasm building, and out of the blue, I had another leg-shaking orgasm. Aaron slapped my ass again even harder, and made my orgasm even stronger. I half collapsed under my weight, and Aaron pulled out, and told me to roll over. This wasn't going to happen with my strength and my condition, so Aaron manhandled me over himself, and he did that just in time. As he moved towards my mouth, he started coming, and the first spurt hit my boobs. He got my mouth, and subsequent spurts went over and out my stretched tongue and chin. One stray strong spurt got over my nose, and I was glad it missed my eyes. I put no effort or restraint. I just laid there taking his load wherever he pointed his dick. That was pretty much the last bit of strength I had. I was absolutely shot and exhausted and sore and spent and content and was half asleep already or half passed out. I don't even know. The next morning in the post-orgasm bliss, the realities hit me. I had just had my first male-female threesome and the result which was condoms in my bin because the guys were kind enough to pick them up my brain going, girl, you let them go barrel, dried up cum all down my back from Ben spurning and then Aaron trying to arch my back, hence spreading it everywhere, a very well used and tender vag, and that glass of wine still sitting on my bedside, I never finished. Joy.
Well, hello, Joy. You are a very busy girl. <laughs> I kind of take it that you enjoyed your first male, female, male threesome. I, and with firefighters, no less. I mean, we all have images of firefighters in our head. Although I do have to say, as I was reading the story, I kept picturing um, Aaron Rodgers and Ben Roethlisberger. I know I butchered that last name in my head in this scenario, not with me per se, maybe I should, but not with me. But yeah, this is exactly what I was picturing in my head this going on. Not that they're firefighters, but who, you know, who's it, what's it, right? Ladies, gentlemen, where are we at here? This was really hot. And I'm like her, I would have had to have at least two glasses of wine in me before they got there. So the one thing that I probably would have done different possibly is I would want them to strip me or me to have the courage to strip in front of them. The whole, I just chucked it all and I wouldn't have wore a hoodie. I, I don't like hoodie, especially unless they zip in the front. Those are the ones I like. So yeah, I, I pictured a, you know, but she pulled it over her head. So I pictured a slow slip, slip, strip tease, not slip trees. Where are we? Yeah. There you go. There's a there's a one I, I'm not editing out. So, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, if you were in her shoes and were offered your first combination of your choice, what would you do? Would you be brave enough to chug four glass, three glasses of wine down to have the courage to do it? Would you jump all in completely sober? I will say this. Anything in life that you do first is always, even if you've done a job for years and years and years, and you change just companies, but it's the same job, your first day is always filled with nerds. So from what I understand, even meeting a new couple to play with is exhilarating, exciting, but a little, the nerves are always a little there. I don't, I think if you reach a point where the nerves aren't there, then it's time to hang it up or we need to reevaluate it. Cause why is it not exciting? Cause nervousness is excitement. Excitement is nervousness. So it's equal in value. So if you're not getting those butterflies, you might want to ask her why not, but I can understand why she did. Cause mine would have been elephants running through my stomach. Just saying. I think this is a perfect place to stop for today. I want to thank you again for joining me. Don't forget crazy winter nights is already booked January and let me look at my notes. I'm horrible. I'm going to have these dates down by January, I promise. January 13th through the 15th. Also, there's two parties this summer for Crazy Summer Night, still at the Pines, my second home. I will always say that. From June the 19th to the 11th, and then August the 4th through the 6th. I'll be at both of those parties. Again, I'm not 100% on the winter, but I will let you know as soon as possible when I know something. But uh, again, go meet some party meet some friends, explore some boundaries. I guarantee you will have a wonderful time. And if you have any questions, you can always reach out to me. And in closing, hello, lover. What do you think about exploring that one thing you talked about? Maybe we can make some erotic art on hanging on our wall. Oh, really looking forward to that. And until next time, ladies and gentlemen, have a wonderful week.